0: Tr- 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 trader trader, Crypto po- Podcast. Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast.
1: G'day, guys. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. I've got Ronan Sartana of Block Crunch Capital. Mate, I've got a very good introduction for you. So, can you please tell the viewers and listeners all about yourself and what you're doing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Block Crunch Capital, we're an investment bank. We help uh, blockchain companies or regular companies get into the space yep. um, by issuing tokens, implementing blockchain technology properly and effectively. Um, that does include selecting protocols and, and which technology would be the best to support them. Um, we help them with uh, private placements, with investors, secondary marketing, exchange listing. Um, through our partnerships, we have a lot of resources. So, so we really, we try and be instrumental to, to companies and entering the space and, and really achieve whatever objectives. Uh, that they want and the good thing is we see a lot of demand right now and a lot of companies that uh, you know need these types of services so we're we're very selective in terms of the companies we take on so
1: well it can be i mean you're an investment bank inside of the blockchain space. It's a fascinating concept. Um, you've been doing it for a little while, and how many projects have you worked on so far? And what, like, if, if I'm a project that wants to get something done, I, I want to get on the blockchain or I want to learn about how to get into this environment, because as we know, a lot of people in the space, as soon as you put the word blockchain or you do news about blockchain, you, you get a hit in the arm uh, for your company. Do you bring already existing companies into the space, or are you exclusively working on
0: brand new startups? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the the whole industry is maturing very quickly Mm. and and investors are as well. Um, Exchange exchanges definitively are are moving very quickly. Um, You know, the the best companies are those that are implementing blockchain the right way. And so uh, we typically we we try and evaluate if blockchain actually makes sense for a company, if having a a decentralized ledger makes sense. Um, Some cases. It actually really does, and and there's a, a very exciting use cases, and then others times it's really just a, a means of capital formation, which honestly is also fine. I think like utilizing this technology to raise capital is uh, is is kosher, yeah, um, and and it's also beneficial for investors. So th- I think there's there's a lot of things that we'll see, and why blockchain technology does make sense um, for everybody. But we we are very transparent and, and do like to elaborate like why the the use of blockchain is appropriate for this so, company that we take on yeah do you want to tell us a bit about your background how you got to
1: this point and then we'll go into the vision and what you're trying to achieve with the company because yeah I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting that running an investment bank effectively within blockchain i mean, it, it's it's unheard of uh to a certain degree uh, it's definitely interesting i want to know more i know that the listeners and the viewers will also
0: want to know a lot more so yeah, where absolutely. have you come from and why we're here so yeah so you asked before how many clients we've had yeah. we've had three projects um, they've been successful and um, more so than the projects we've directly taken on. We have a lot of partnerships as well. Um, we're very partnership heavy right now. Yep, okay. So first Bitcoin Capital is a public company. Uh, they're doing some really amazing things right now. I'm very excited about their, their near term future. Um, they've done over 150 ICOs as a company. So yeah. as you can imagine, then MLG Blockchain is Canada's yeah, yeah. top firm. Um, and they've worked with amazing companies like Tron. They did their, uh, you know, they've worked with them for, for quite some time now. LA token, um, very strong reputation yep, in yep. Canada. So we work with them for, for marketing, first Bitcoin capital a lot on the investor relations side. And then we are becoming a broker dealer. So I got my series seven, um, I'm gonna get my series 24. We have two principals, and, you know, we went through the, the new membership application with FINRA. So we're in the process of, uh, of hopefully getting that solidified in the near term. Um, our story into the space is like, it's insane. Like everyone (laughs) else's. It's really, uh, it's been like, it's been the most amazing experience of my life. Um, so just really quick background. It can go on for a while, but, um, I had my series seven actually when I was 18 years old, I was working full time in college and, uh, I was doing options trading and I left going into junior year of college. I left college, uh, and the industry, I went into software sales so um twenty seventeen January started my own business um, was doing various you know projects and they were successful. I was supporting yep. myself, but uh, I ended up meeting my partner and he has a very strong reputation uh, in russia the beer founded koie coupon a lot of cool stuff overseas he started getting inbound requests for i c o s and blockchain, and at that point we're like what what is this yeah okay <laughs> and so you know, I just, we really just like bootstrapped our way in and uh, we got our first client that was successful, went to conferences, represented them, met a ton of people. Um, and, you know, it clicked with me. I had software, you know, experience. Yeah, I had financial experience and, uh, and we closed deals. We closed a lot of investment early on, thankfully. Closed amazing partnerships. And now as a company, we have access to over 45,000 investors and probably the best resources for for any ICO, good project to either do security token utility token market themselves private placements etc so okay i come in
1: i've got a a pre-existing business and i come to you and i said look uh, you know will this work on the blockchain can it be more efficient can it be better can we access a new market Uh, all of the above Uh, what are you looking for to answer that question is there a specific set of like a checklist almost that you're looking for to fit whether or not something should be on the blockchain. Because we know what it's like, right? We see people out there that are just literally doing a quick money grab. We saw it at the run up to December. We saw it in January. People just tokenizing anything because it's like, well, it's free money almost. Um, the the hunger to invest in ICOs leading up to or through December and the start of January, start of this year, it was it was fever pitched. It was enthusiastic money i won't say easy money it was very enthusiastic money looking for a home so how do you get around what's a good project what's not a good project and how many times have you actually had to sort of go you just don't need to be here
0: yeah yeah absolutely so um just starting from from the beginning i think it would be uh you know healthy to just just talk about what blockchain is yeah yeah. because i think there's so much obscurity um you know we we read articles and we see these Pretty picture of a coin. Yeah, and that's not what blockchain <laughs> is. You know, it's not a it's not a beautiful golden bee with you know sexy lines in and out. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's cool to see that, yeah. but it's uh, it's imaginary. So blockchain is is you know, blockchain is uh, is like an Excel sheet. Yeah. Instead of being verified by a centralized party, it's a, it's an Excel sheet that's verified by the blockchain. Yep. The blockchain are, are a series of miners and nodes and they're rewarded for keeping an accurate ledger uh, or an accurate like snapshot of the yeah, ledger of the excel of, sheet. Yeah. When you buy a token, you're basically buying either a cell in the excel sheet or a portion of a cell in an excel sheet. Yeah. And you don't even have the token, you have <laughs> you have basically the information of the token in the excel sheet. Yep. So um, that excel sheet what it does is determined by a smart contract. Um, if that excel sheet is an equity it's an equity it can be an equity it probably will be largely in the future yeah equity on the blockchain yes um if it's a license for for software a license for service it's probably utility Yep. if you market it saying this the value of this is going up it's a security security again yeah, <laughs> very yeah. simple yeah i mean it's uh, it it's, really is though right it really is it really is and it's it's like people talk about regulation so much it's not that regulations are changing or that the sec is bad it's uh it's just that sec says hey guys you guys are breaking regulations by not by not registering yeah if you're going to do it in the us these laws have been around since 1933 and uh you should probably advise people on how not to break the law Uh, i don't believe the sec is being out of line they're actually being rather lenient responsible and lenient i agree because uh i don't think people are bad intention the industry obviously has a lot of hype but There's obviously bad actors in it. That's absolutely like everywhere else. Like everywhere else. But for the most part, like you have genuine people who are trying to create businesses who see an opportunity Mm. to raise capital, implement exciting new technology, and they just need help uh, on you know how to actually do it. So that's where we come in. Um how we determine whether a a company's good use case for blockchain or not, you know, I know it sounds funny, but is having a decentralized ledger appropriate? (laughs) Is uh Are there points, if they have an API, if they have a central like uh, uh, response mechanism that's with their software, and if that API can automatically trigger payments um, at a more efficient basis, then it makes sense. If they can better engage with their crowd base, it makes yeah. sense. If they can use it to form capital and ultimately get a much larger valuation, which I think we'll see a lot in the future, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, You know, if Apple were to issue only Apple tokens, <laughs> For Apple products, they would have fifty trillion dollars worth of tokens. Yeah. So uh, I think we're gonna see a lot more of that. I think personally Amazon, Starbucks, you already heard Facebook's thinking yeah. about it. And Facebook's perfect. I mean, I used yeah, to is. do Facebook ads all the time and it's like I don't know if my numbers are real with uh, with crypto. Every time an API is pinged, they have to pay cryptocurrency and you know it's legitimate. Yeah. I mean that's a really good use case for crypto and Facebook can raise an obscene amount of money Oh, will be insane without even diluting any equity. Correct. Exactly. (laughs) So um, and then lastly, you know, we actually have a very simple uh, analysis on what we look for in good investments. Yep. Um, I think it's actually becoming industry standard as well. Uh, Product, traction, team, synergies. Product, how is there? Do they even have an MVP? Yep. What's the market size of their product? team, executive team, completeness, completeness of their engineering team. What's their business development plan, advisory board, et cetera. Yep. And then traction is, uh, is do they have any key performance indicators? KPIs? Yeah. 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 Um, or do they have, even if it's a little bit like we're working on an ext- extremely exciting project right now, it's called the, uh, fan controlled football league. Fan controlled football league. You heard it first here, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <John. laughs> I, I am so excited, I'm pulling out every single you know hopeful big contact in my rolodex. Um, you know, you have at, a rolodex. <laughs> we have. Uh, <laughs> let me give you the idea first, and then we could talk about like <laughs> really quick. It's like uh, fan control football league. Like, it's so crazy. When I heard this pitch, I was like, this is so crazy. It just might work. Yeah. Um, they have basically you're watching real life football players, and there's a coach, and the coach selects four plays and then you can select and vote which play you want to be called next. So it's like, there's gonna be like uh, From a live football match. Live football game. Right. It's like real
1: life Madden. So, so
0: you watch it on TV
1: anyway, and then you you, you you can sort of like, we're looking at a chessboard or checkerboard <laughs> or, you know, backhand board. Yeah. You can then sort of go, right, you, you place the next play, and if you're right.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's, and then there's gonna be microphones on the players, video cams on the players. And like, the idea, now imagine like, uh, Shaquille O'Neal versus Charles Barkley, who's heading a team, and you can actually take part with them. You know, it's going to be live stream on Twitch. There's a lot of big players that we're hopefully going to get. Jesus. And that's a perfect use case for, for, for crypto. Because if you have crypto and you want to like buy plays or you want to like do fantasy football with these people, yeah, or, yeah. I think there's like an amazing crypto play there. So, um, you know, their traction, obviously they haven't created a fan-controlled football league yet. Correct. But their traction... They, um, they bought a team uh, in an independent league and they basically created this model where their fans could uh, select the plays and they were the only team to do it. I think the only team to ever even try it. Yeah. Their engagement was 40% higher than every other team in the league. But did they win? Uh, they went 5-11 <laughs> five and, five and 11 the first year. So what's that mean? 11 wins, 5 losses? 5, lo- five wins, 11 oh, losses. Oh, right, okay. So. <laughs> it was an expansion team. I <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. But still like 40% higher than yeah, everyone yeah. else in the league. And, for and engagement. It's a business, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, sport's a business these days and people want to sell jerseys. They want to find revenue, whether it be advertising, however it may be. And this creates a new way of bringing revenue to, the, to a sport uh, and it could it could also be really really good for sort of um, sporting uh, teams that aren't in the higher earning capacity just yet. You know, the lower division teams, because it is a way for people to come in and be involved. It's a big risk uh, for the team to start off with, and of course, there need to be some control mechanisms around that. But
0: um, you're right. It you might just you know, it's a crazy enough idea that it, that it might just work. Right, right. And then you throw in you throw in crypto, and like their their use case for for blockchains. Actually, I think really interesting. Like you can you can buy tokens for the right to call plays. You can in the future hopefully like bet on bet with your friends on who's going to win and who's calling better plays. You're earning tokens from your engagement um, and like the success of your play calls, etc. So you can't really do that with 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 anything else. I mean, this is a good use of blockchain. Uh, They have traction. I mean, they have real KPIs from real life like efforts. They've raised money. Um, They have an amazing advisory board. I mean, X, you know, X NFL head of operations, head of teams, you know, uh, operations. So people
1: within high positions that have been within within the actual sport makeup on teams, running teams, coaches. So, so these are people that are invested uh, emotionally and potentially capital wise into this idea. So, it's good to hear that they've actually got some some big hitters behind them because I mean, you come from a player point of view. I mean, imagine a player. Like, here's an issue I'll bring up. Right. They're mic'd up, they got a camera. I play rugby union, right? Rugby union's a big sport in Australia, okay? Now, some of the things I would say and do on the pitch, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> it's it's the rugby playing me. It's the full of adrenaline running around tackling and getting smashed by and people. And that's entertaining. It is entertaining, but Christ, what would my mum think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean at the end of the day, it is extremely entertaining, and this would be uh yes, sure. Live streamed on Twitter. R rated. <laughs> It's going to be live stream on Twitch. Players are going to be like motivated and, and actually incentivized to like engage with the fans and take their helmet off and do celebrations. So it's like, we're yeah. trying to, what they're trying to do is make this the next wave of like digital entertainment of live sports. Yeah, I and, understand that. And then like throw that in with crypto. It's like, I think it's a great match. And then just getting back to like the, the point of like what we look for in companies. Yeah. This is like a very obscure idea. And when I saw it, I was like, Hmm. like I've never even thought of that that's so outside the yeah. box but they they have a great team they have a, a product that they're like legitimately working on they're everything that they're trying to do is is basically being met they have real traction and then the last one Synergy like as a company we can come in and without naming names because I, I don't want to no that's cool yeah but like we can bring potentially like Hall of Fame current active players who could be team captains we could bring you know, some of the most notar- like notable celebrities and actors yep. in the world to come in and be like team captains or make it that much more engaging where fans can actually like, I root for Shaq or I root for Charles Barkley. Well, think of it Just like World example, Series yeah. poker,
1: what happened, like poker went from a card game to a big television phenomenon yeah. with massive betting cover. I mean, that was the birth of poker. Uh, similar sort of thing, uh, probably a pretty wild idea. Who wants to watch people play cards? I and mean, that, that conversation would have been had. And now look at the size of that industry. But I think it's a fantastic idea, uh, and I'm, I'll be sitting on the sidelines watching that very, very closely, so to speak. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to hit you with, with one more thing before before we wrap. Um, the 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 regulation side of things. Um, we discussed it very briefly before the interview started where do you think we're going um how soon do you think it's happening obviously you're an investment bank in this space you're gonna to have to have your you know ear to the ground very very closely uh, you, you're having lots of conversations around this space is there anything that you, you sort of see coming that you believe will be positive negative challenges these sorts of things well, regulation is a big conversation I just want to sort of have that conversation with you because you're probably at the coal face more than most
0: yeah so i'm really excited um, about the industry's growth potential in the near term, extremely. Like, I, mm. I want to and wrote an article and plan on publishing it why I believe Bitcoin's going to 50,000. And um, we like that. <laughs> yeah, I would love that as well. <laughs> but uh, I mean, just objectively, like, the if in, institutional capital is like Goldman Sachs, Circle, mm. Bob Poloniex. Yep. That's a really big deal yeah. Um. that they bring like a lot of institutional capital to the table. Um, if the custodian issue is Resolved. is solved, yeah. I mean, you have potentially like a 5x of the crypto market cap. Like what we're seeing right now is relatively very small yes. compared to what it can be. And um, especially if like like Reg D 506C private placements, I mean, there's very simple it sounds like it's complicated, but like Reg S, if you're uh, if you're a foreign company and you want to raise money from the United States, you could do so through a Reg S uh, and through from accredited investors. If you want if you're a U.S. company and you want to raise money with be, while being exempt and not reporting, yep. Reg D 506C. Uh, if you want to do like full blown public company, Reg A plus. It, it is a little bit more expensive, the legal fees, but at the end of the day, like uh, companies, more and more you hear, yeah, we're going to go this route. We want to do this kosher. We want to, um, you know, be appropriate and in good standing with the SEC and Finra. And so when that comes, and you have a new wave of institutional capital, like I'm very excited about the prospects of of uh, of DApps getting really good valuations and funded because they're they kosher and institutional capital can put their money behind it. Um, so yeah, and then. For for the Bitcoin, you you can't you couldn't short a ledger up until the futures uh, yeah. there was futures trading, yeah. so you couldn't short a ledger. I mean that's insane. Like yeah. you only have buyers and sellers are limited to the cost of mining and it's limited to hodlers. Yeah. yeah <laughs> At the yeah. end of the day, I mean Bitcoin shorters are going up against the most passionate community, absolutely known to mankind. Yes. I mean, I I I know friends that were in Bitcoin early on and like they they're like, yeah, I love Bitcoin. Like it's it's a passion project for them. They're yep. not going to sell for a Most of my friends aren't going to sell for less than 10. Yep. And then miners like the cost that goes into mining. Why would they logically sell for less than that? Exactly. So there is a floor, in my opinion. And so, yeah, sure. Like market cap or, or price went from 20,000 down to like nine to six, whatever yep. it is now. Yep. But the, once the floor is, is met, And then the prospective upside of institutional capital coming in of the custodian issue being resolved of uh of real use case like an adoption of the technology and payments and stuff like that i mean 500 billion market cap for it to go to 2 trillion 10 trillion it's it's it sounds like it's a it's like a huge jump but at the end of the day like relative to other markets out there and how disruptive a technology this is it's very conceivable that this could happen so and just from like a logic logic perspective like uh, I think ticket sales for, for, uh, for consensus, what, quadrupled?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, like 17 million in revenue or something along the lines of that just from, a, from one single event. I mean, it, you, it's madness down there. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's absolutely madness. So like, We tried to find a spot to interview today and you just, you cannot find a spot in that Hilton Hotel. It's an absolute mess. But it shows how exciting the industry is and I've been speaking to people that were here last year and it's double treble the size of what it was. Um, The space is evolving very, very quickly. There's no doubt that once they've got that custodial issue sorted out, the institutional money will be ready to go. And the institutional money is motivated to be in this space and it's just looking for that safety element. How can we keep our clients' money safe and keep our own money safe? Now, the space will discover that. It is not a matter of if is a matter of when Mm -hmm. and and more and more I'm a trader so I'm watching if the fluctuations in price at the moment at the moment to be fair it's been a bit average because it's just not doing a great deal it's a bit messy but you know I'm also an investor in the space now I've never been more bullish of, of any technology ever in my life Uh, I'm all in on this and I'm not concerned about the fluctuations from my investments because I just know what is going to happen. Uh, It's an exciting period of time and it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you, mate, because it's having the insight that you do, uh, being the first investment bank in crypto that I know of anyway, uh, I wish you all the best of luck, and if we can have a show down the track and see how you're going with certain projects, it would be an absolute pleasure. Ronan, Fantastic. very Thank good having you on board. If anybody wants to find out more information about you, where you're from, what you do, how do they find you, mate?
0: Yeah, you could find me on LinkedIn, uh, ronan, ronan Sartena, S-A-R-T-E-N-A. Uh, shoot me your white paper. We, we read hundreds a week collectively uh, throughout our partnerships, and you can also email me at um, ronan, R-O-N-E-N, at York.com.
1: Mate, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Good on
0: The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out tradercobb.com because experience matters.